We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to arguably the most important episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I am your host, Tori DeSimone, and Happy New Year, everybody. Happy first Monday of the new year. I hope you guys are having an amazing start to the year so far, and I hope you guys have written in your journals or planners all of your goals and resolutions and what you want to accomplish this year. It's a brand new year and you can use that to your advantage for sure. Uh, I know that I have been, you know, really looking forward to this new year. And while I don't think anything is going to immediately change, there is something refreshing about a new year where you literally do just get to have like this fresh start where you feel like it's kind of been reset a little bit, you know? I mean, obviously from Thursday to Friday, New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, it felt the same to me. However, I got to write everything down in my planner and, you know, really look at the year. I'm really proud of my resolutions. I feel like I've grown as a human in my resolutions because in years past, my resolutions have always been like lose 15 pounds, weigh this much, work out this many times a week, do this and that to look a certain way. And this year, I don't have any like that. So I think I'm growing a little bit. I think I'm learning and I'm really proud of that. I'll read you guys my resolutions in a little bit. We'll talk about the year. We'll just chit chat today. Um, Man, last year I did an episode um, called How to Avoid Burnout in 2020. 
And it's safe to say that I definitely burnt out the last three weeks of December for sure. Um, I like really was hit hard in the end of December. I don't really know what was going on. I think it was like a mixture of exhaustion and defeat all like circling into one moment. So pretty much Stride Phoenixville, which is my studio in Pennsylvania, got shut down for the last three weeks of December. And today, January 4th, is when gyms can reopen again in Pennsylvania. We're not opening today. We're opening up on Saturday, the 9th. So we still have five more days, but like pretty much all the gyms can open today. Um, We were shut down during the holidays for um, COVID restrictions that our governor put in place. So as soon as we had a shutdown on December 12th, I really just got like kind of defeated. And it was a short enough shutdown to where like we could do online classes and kind of coast with that. Um, It wasn't like long enough to do any like huge changes like what we did in the first three months shutdown. Um, I am very grateful that it was only the three weeks because last time they said it was two weeks, it ended up being three months. So happy that it was only three weeks. Um, But yeah, I just got really like defeated. Like there were a couple of days where it was like really, really hard to just like even get out of bed. Like I wasn't sad. I wasn't happy. I wasn't motivated. I wasn't tired. I was just existing. Like I wasn't feeling anything. I wasn't depressed. I I wasn't anything. I was just literally like existing, which was crazy. Like I never feel like that. Like I never feel that unmotivated or that much. Like I'm just, you know, scathing by getting through life, but I did. And I took a couple weeks to be like myself again, and I'm starting to feel much better. So I'm recording and I'm very happy to be recording. Um, But yeah, I feel like a lot of people look at me and think like, oh, she has it so together or she's always motivated. For the most part, I'm typically pretty motivated with my life, but there's definitely times when I'm not. And I think I need those moments of being burnt out or those moments of rest or, you know, that week at a time where I just literally can't get out of bed because it like lights a fire under me when the feeling has passed. And whenever I do like kind of slip into these episodes or weeks of just nothing, um, it's okay to just surrender to that feeling and not feel guilty about it or not feel like I have to get up and like make something of myself that day because sometimes just surrendering to that feeling is what gets me out of the feeling just feeling it and you know moving on with it after I felt it because if I just kind of push it to the side it's going to eventually come up and maybe it'll come come up even bigger or worse than it would have been if I just felt it when it first tried to creep up on me anyway I don't really know what I'm saying at this point but what I am saying is that I just had a tough couple of weeks when stride was shut down and now that there is a light at the end of the tunnel um it's definitely making me happy again so things are good um but how are you guys how was your new year's i hope you guys had an amazing new year's i was down in seattle for my new year's which was awesome we have a house down in seattle city new jersey and a i have a studio down there so 
Uh, it's kind of like my second home. Um, so I was just down there. It was amazing. Very relaxed, very chill, great vibes down in Sea Isle. As always, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did stay up past midnight. Um, which I was honestly not sure if I was going to make it to midnight because I literally go to bed at like 10 at the latest every night. So I was like midnight, like that's kind of a stretch. Um, but I took a nap before and I got out of the house at like 1030 and the, the time went so fast. Like I feel like on new year's Eve, it always goes really slow. Like I'll look at the clock and it's like 1041 and then I'll look like what feels like 30 minutes later and it's like 1042 and I'm like, wait, huh? No, that's just not right. Um, I feel like it's because I just anticipate the ball drop and like I anticipate it being like over almost. Um, but this year I would like look at the clock and it was like 1045 and then I'd look what felt like two minutes later and be like 1150. I'm like, wait, huh? So it went really fast this year and we completely missed the countdown. Like we had the the TV turned on, but then we, I looked at my phone, it was 1150 and I'm like, oh my God, it's about to, like the ball's about to drop. And um, I looked on the TV and everyone was like, happy new year. And I'm like, oh my God, like we didn't even count. Like we didn't do anything. We literally were just like, oh, happy new year. <laughs> so that was like the first year I think that I didn't ever count. Like since I can remember. So I don't know what that's going to say about the year, but I felt really good going into the year. I was um, with my friends and we just like had a really fun time. So um, it was a good, chill, laid back new year's. So I'm happy about that. Um but yeah, my New Year's was good. Uh, I was so thrown off that New Year's Day was on a Friday. And honestly, thank God it was on a Friday. Because if New Year's Day was on a Sunday and the next day after was supposed to be a Monday of the new year, I don't know what I would have done. I wasn't hungover when I woke up, but there was something not right. Like I woke up just hurting. I mean, maybe I was a little hungover, but I don't think I was because I didn't drink that much. I had like three White Claws. Um, so I don't think I was hungover, but I like woke up on Friday morning, New Year's Day, and I was like, oh my God, like, thank God it's Friday and not Sunday and tomorrow's the next day of the new year. Oh my God, I could not do that. So, but I had a really good New Year's Day. We just like hung out, chilled. Um, we had, you know, like the traditional pork sauerkraut moment for New Year's Day. So that was pretty good. Um, yeah, overall, great holiday, very safe of course. And yeah, hope you guys had a great, great New Year's. I'm pretty boring when it comes to New Year's, honestly. Like I don't really remember any like significant New Year's Eves that I'm like, that was like the best day of my life. And I have like a couple like memories that are like really fun, I think back to and New Year's Eve is never one of them. But this year was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. I'll look back and think that I had a pretty good New Year's. So typically New Year's is very like, I'll go with the flow. Like I'll always just find plans like pretty much the day of. Maybe that's where I always go wrong, but I I, I don't know. I just feel like everyone's doing something, so I'll always be able to find something to do. But I feel like if I plan it too much, the plan changes anyway, so why plan it when it comes to New Year's? Anyway, I don't really know. But that was my New Year's. I hope you guys had an amazing New Year's. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. 
Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh the last few years. And it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, I didn't really go on Instagram much on New Year's Eve, like the day of New Year's Eve though, because I didn't want to see all like the 2020 recaps. And let me tell you why. Um, 2020 was obviously like a very pivotal, 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 pivotal. I want to say pivotal, but I know that's not the word. It's pivotal. It was a very pivotal year in the sense that it was hard for everybody. Um, no one was expecting a global pandemic to hit. Does anyone ever? Um, so obviously it was a really tough year and it wasn't like, just because you had a rough year, but someone else maybe had a rougher year doesn't take away the fact that you had a rough year. Right. And I think that's safe to say that every one of us experienced a hardship that we never thought we'd have to experience this year. Whether yours is worse or easier compared to someone else's, it doesn't take away the fact that you still had a hard year. And you're allowed to reflect and be like, damn, this year kind of sucked. Like it was hard. It was tricky. It beat me down. It knocked me down. And it's okay to recognize that. And I think when you go on Instagram or you go on any social media, people always want to post their highlight reel. They want to post the happy parts of the year. And yes, I look back on this year and I have incredibly happy moments and I have incredibly amazing stories to tell about this year that I I have pictures. I look back on like, wow, this was such a good moment in my life. I learned so much about myself. I grew so much this year, but it's also okay to just realize like this was a tough year and I don't want to look on at everyone's highlight reel on Instagram when it was one of the toughest years of my life and then to go on Instagram and see everyone posting these amazing accomplishments from the year it's okay to not want to look at that stuff and that's why I didn't really want to go on Instagram that much on New Year's Eve because I was like I know that I'm going to see things that will kind of make me feel like I didn't do enough this year or that I didn't work hard enough this year or that I didn't accomplish as much as I could have this year when honestly we were dealt a weird hand of cards and you had to make the most of it. You had to make lemonade out of lemons and I think that I personally can look back and say that I'm proud of the work that I've done this year to make the most of a shitty situation. But it's also okay for me and it's okay for you if you think the same way. It's okay to look back on this year and not want to post all the amazing things that happened or I don't know. For me, it's almost just like, is it ignorant to post about all these amazing things that happened when the world was in such a bad condition? I don't know. I don't think so. But then again, maybe it is. I don't know. I just didn't want to step on any toes, make anyone feel like, because it was a really, really big year. It was a huge year. Like we had a pandemic. There was the Black Lives Matter movement that completely took off this year. There was an election. And then of course, on top of all that, there's personal stuff going on. Like it was a really big year and it's okay to not want to like go on Instagram and flex all the amazing moments of the year when it was such 
a changing and pivotal year. While I do think it's important to always look on the bright side of things, I think that you don't need to like compare your year to other people's. That's really what I'm trying to get at. Not that I'm like dogging on anyone that posted like all the amazing things that happened for them this year because I'm so grateful for them and like happy that that happened for them. Um, But for me, like I just knew that would have been triggering for me to be like, did I do enough during a global pandemic? And I don't think that's like the way that you should think. Um, I saw someone, a couple of people actually reposted like this quote that I saw on Instagram. And it was like, if 2020 didn't bring out the hustler in you, it's just not going to happen. And I kind of disagree with that because like I can speak from personal experience, like when the pandemic hit down, my social media side of work did not stop. It was still, we expect these videos from you. We expect this content from you regardless. And, you know, if I ever slowed down, it was always a, Hey, where is this? When is it coming? It's never a, Hey, are you okay? Or at the very front of it, Hey, do you have Corona? Like, do you need two weeks off? Like that was never a question when it came to like my online work. Um, and I think that it should have been like, I feel like it should have been a little bit more graced this year. Um, but you weren't really given the opportunity to slow down, obviously with like my physical work of like stride and stuff like that, it did slow down because we were physically closed. Um, I don't really remember where I was going with that. Oh, the hustler knew. Um, I, I do think that it's okay to slow down, especially in certain circumstances, such as a global pandemic. Um, but you're not expected to slow down. And I think that's what's sad about it all. Um, Emily in Paris, which is that like cute little show on Netflix. Um, one of the characters in the show, like asked Emily, he's like, Americans, they live to work, but here in France, we work to live. And I think that's so true and sad. Like, I feel like Americans, maybe I shouldn't generalize this with Americans. I feel like the people I know in my life typically make work their personality, right? And I, I'm, I fall victim to this as well. I do the same thing. They make their career, their personality, they make their career, everything about themselves that, you know, like, hi, I'm Tori and I own Stride. But it's never, hi, I'm Tori and I like to do X, Y, and Z for fun. It's always like you are defined by your career. And we center our whole life around work. Like we go on vacations and we check our emails. We are at the dinner table and we check our emails on our phones or we're texting our employees or we're texting coworkers or we're finishing up a project. Oh, it'll only be two minutes. Let me take this call really, really quick. We are always working and we never really turn it off. And I'd really like to switch my whole mentality to I work so I can live. Like I work so that I feel fulfilled and like I'm going places in my life. But I live because I work hard enough to enjoy to live. I don't know. I kind of want to switch out my whole like mentality this year to enjoying my life rather than living to work. Because I do love what I do. But life is better when I love what I do and can enjoy the pleasures of life because I work hard. Does that make sense? I think that does make sense. So yeah, um, I think it's okay to slow down. And I think it's okay to live a little bit and to enjoy all of your hard work, to root the benefits of your hard work. Um, a book that I'm going to recommend everyone read this year, like right now, is The One Thing. I did a whole episode on it. You guys can go check that out. Um, I think I did it back in May. You guys can go check it out. But um, that book is amazing because it talks about time management and it talks about 
how to not make your whole life your work. And pretty much what I'm saying, very important. Um, it, he really talks about how you just need like four hours a day to do the one thing that's going to progress you forward. And I was actually thinking about this two days ago when I was watching the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix. I love Taylor Swift. Um, I was watching the documentary and she was in the studio recording songs and music. And I was like, this might sound stupid, but to me, it was like something important to me. I was like, she's so busy. You know, she has emails to answer. She has phone calls. She has meetings. She has events. She has uh, premieres. She has signings. Like she is so busy, but she's here in the studio making music because that's what makes her so busy. Yeah. That's what makes her Taylor Swift. She's not Taylor Swift because she's going to meetings and because she's going to signings and because she's answering emails. She's Taylor Swift because she's a singer and songwriter. And I think it's really easy to get to get somewhere in your life or in a career and then get caught up in the nitty gritty of the career that you have to do to maintain your career, such as emails, meetings, phone calls, etc. And then we forget about the big things that got us the career that we now have to maintain in this circumstance of Taylor Swift. It's being a singer songwriter. So her being in the studio, I was like, wow, like she still makes time to be in the studio. And I was like, wait, she needs to be in the studio. She wouldn't be Taylor Swift without being a singer songwriter, without being in the studio, without making songs on her piano, without singing, without being with her producer. She wouldn't be Taylor Swift without that stuff. And it's, like I said, so easy to get caught up in the maintenance of a career that we forget about the meat of the career, which is being a singer songwriter. Or for me, it's being a spin instructor or it's being a business owner. Like I get so caught up in like, oh, I have to answer this phone call. I have to text this person. I have to write these emails. I have to do all these little, little things when it's like, okay, these little things aren't what's going to keep clients coming back in the door. It's not what's going to make an amazing spin class. You know what I mean? So the one thing really talks about the one thing that gives you a career that you have to better. And all these little side projects, all these little tasks that are the accessory to your career can wait. Or they take like 30 minutes, like emails, texts, phone calls, 30 minutes to an hour of admin accessory work is all you need. But the main part of your day, which you only need like four hours of every day, is your career. And like, that's what keeps you moving forward in your life. So yeah, that book really just talks about that. We'll take another example. We'll talk about Starbucks coffee. Okay. Starbucks is huge. They, I think I heard somewhere that they have like 13,000 locations, which is absolutely insane. To put that into perspective, Starbucks has, I think 13,000 locations. Dunkin' Donuts is the second largest in the world with 9,000 locations. And then the third largest is in Canada. And it's a Tim Horton coffee chain, I think. And they have like 850 locations. So it goes from 13,000 to 9,000 to 850. So that's a huge jump. So what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get with all that is that Starbucks is a huge corporation and they got to be so big because they focused on one thing. And that one thing was coffee. They make really good coffee and they make really good drinks. And it's not like the CEO of Starbucks, like made good coffee, opened up three locations 
And I was like, okay, now I'm too busy and I'm just going to answer emails and go in meetings and do da 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 and all these accessory things and forget about the coffee. The coffee is what makes my business good. The coffee is what grows my business. So I'm going to focus my energy on the coffee and realize that the accessory work such as emails, meetings, phone calls will wait until I'm done my main event, which is coffee. I just think it's a really good book that everyone should read. It's really important with time management and work-life balance. Um, It really helps you figure out work-life balance and helps you just like remember that work shouldn't be your whole life and it can actually work in favor of you if you work smarter and not harder. Yeah, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but I'm glad that I did. let's get into some of my new year's resolutions because I like sharing these every year. Um, I actually don't remember my resolutions were last year. I should probably go listen, but I don't think I like did any of them because what a year it was. Am I right people? Okay. My 2021 new year's resolutions. Number one, upload one podcast episode every week, every single Monday. It's a resolution of mine. I don't want to miss an episode. Okay. I know I do that. Um, and I could give a million excuses as to why, but I'm not doing that anymore. So I want to upload one podcast episode every week. Keep me on that, guys. The Facebook group is Manifestatory Simone. I suck at monitoring that group. So I think I need an admin for it so that someone else can like do it for me because I really just am so bad at checking it. I try not to go on social media. Like I'm really not going on Instagram these days. So if you see me less on Instagram, just know that that's why. Like it just really honestly gives me a lot of anxiety. So I'm trying to stay off of it. Same with Facebook, TikTok. I deleted TikTok. Oh my God, that's a big thing. I love TikTok, but I deleted it because I just spend way too much time on it. And that's not good. Um, Christmas day, I spent eight hours on TikTok, which is a huge problem. And I can tell you that I was definitely sadder the day after. So I find that like when I spend a lot more time on my phone, I'm really sad. So, and unmotivated. So I'm like, this got to go. So I don't really go on Instagram at all anymore. And I don't go on Facebook and I don't go on TikTok and I deleted Snapchat and I don't have Twitter. So yeah, I'm really trying to like, this really is it. Like, My podcast is honestly like my social platform that I care the most about. So if you guys want to hear me, you can hear me on here and we can chit chat on here once a week. But Instagram, it's really not my thing. I just, I really don't like it. So um, yeah, I'm really not on Instagram a lot these days. So if you're wondering, that's why. Anyway, uh, I'm going to upload one podcast episode every week. My second resolution is to move and I want to move to a new townhouse um I have I've had my eyes on the this like development of townhomes and um yeah I'm just I've had my eye on them since the beginning to middle of 2019 and I'm making it my resolution to move to one of them in 2021 so keep you guys updated step three or not step three resolution number three is to stop being comfortable with being comfortable. And what I mean by this is, so when I was at the beach, I had a revelation with my friends and we went insane. Um, We completely went insane at the beach. Pretty much, we were looking back on pictures from like January 
of 2020, which let me just say was such an awesome month, super fun before pandemic. And it was just life was good, man. Anyway, I moved to Philly. Oh my God. It was so good. Anyway. So I was looking back at pictures and I looked so pretty in those pictures. Like my hair was like super blonde, super long. I was tan. Like I was just like living dude. Like I was like at my peak. Like I was just like, wow, like I look so good in those pictures. And then I looked at myself now and I was like, I don't, I don't look like that. Like I don't look that good anymore. Um, I like how I look, but I don't look like how I used to. And I realized that it's because I got comfortable like existing how I was. And not that that's a bad thing, but I think I can be better than how I am. And I'm not allowing myself to be better. For example, I blame this partly on quarantine for sure, but I wear sweatpants like every single day, every day. I barely put on makeup. I barely do my hair. Um, and I just like, am okay with like not putting effort into myself. And that's what I want to change. Like I want to put effort into myself. This also corresponds with like my weight. Like I've definitely put on some pounds this year again, cause of like quarantine, but it's also because like, I'm okay with like eating whatever's around me when I shouldn't do that. Like I should go to the grocery store and cook three meals a day for myself because that's like showing self love. So I need to like, I need to stop being comfortable with being super comfortable. Like it's uncomfortable for me to like, like kind of like get ready for the day. It's uncomfortable for me to like care about myself and like cook myself meals. Like I need to, you know, just kind of put some effort into me and better myself and, you know, better my career. Okay. Better my morning and night routines, better how much water I drink, all these things. Like if I just kept living on this comfortable path that I'm on right now, I wouldn't ever grow. I would just stay very steady. And I don't really want to stay steady. I want to be better than I am. And the only way I can be better is by doing things that I'm not comfortable with on a day-to-day life. So that's number three, stop being comfortable with being comfortable. Number four, I want to write a book this year. I have an idea and I want to write a book this year. I have absolutely no idea how to write a book, but I'm going to do it. So I want to write a book this year. And number five, which is my last one, is I want to have at least one hour a day of no phone. And every month I'm going to amplify this. So January, it's going to be one hour a day of no phone. Today, my no phone hour is at 2 p.m. And then February, it's going to be an hour and 15 minutes of no phone. And then March, it's going to be an hour and a half. And then April, an hour 45. And then May, two hours. I just really am addicted to my phone and I want to break that phone addiction. I get a lot of anxiety from my phone. I get a lot of stress from my phone. I am never, ever happy when I'm on my phone a lot. So I really want to break my phone addiction because it's honestly very bad. It does not give me anything good to my life. It just stresses me out and I want to break that. So that's me. Those are my five resolutions. Podcast, move, 
get uncomfortable, write a book, no phone hours. And I'm proud of myself with this year, with my resolutions, because typically it's always, like I said in the beginning of the episode, lose weight, do this, look like that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm not doing that this year because I am me and I love myself and I'm just going to be a better version of me. And that's what I'm doing. And that's really like my number three resolution. Um, I would love if you guys would write your resolutions in the Facebook group, like I said, I don't really go on Facebook, but I do know a lot of you guys do and you guys go and read each other's resolutions. And I saw on Instagram, these two girls posted that they became best friends through the Facebook group, which let me just tell you made me so happy. So even though I personally go on Facebook, it's really not a group for me. It's more for you guys. So I would love it if you guys would go in, talk about your resolutions and support one another. I think that'd be fantastic and amazing. Let's see what else. I guess that's kind of honestly it. I feel like this was a good episode. I really like this episode. I like the direction of like the one thing that I kind of took in the middle. I didn't mean for it to go there, but I'm glad that it did. Um, I definitely think I learned a lot this year. I definitely think that we made lemonade out of lemons and I think that we're ready for 2021. I don't know if anything's going to significantly change, but I can definitely say that I'm optimistic and I'm hopeful. Who knows if normal is going to return, if it will ever honestly return, but I am confident that as a world, we can find peace and happiness with any sort of new normal that we might have in our life. So Maybe that's just me, but I'm hopeful that the world will also get on board for the betterment of everyone else. Okay, I'm just going on a tangent now. So I'm going to end the episode. I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. Happy 2021, everybody. The Bachelor premieres tonight at 8 p.m. So excited. Can't wait. We'll talk about it next week. Hope you guys have an amazing day. I love you guys. Let me know your resolutions. I hope you planned. I hope you wrote in journals. I hope you guys have an amazing year. 